0: Did you know that a young boy drowned the year before those two others were killed? The counselors weren't paying any attention. They were making love while that young boy drowned. His name was Jason.
1: I was working the day that it happened, preparing meals. Here, I was the cook. Jason should have been watched every minute. He was. He wasn't a very good swimmer. We can go now, dear. I think we should wait for Mr. Christie. (laughs) Oh, that's not necessary.
0: I don't understand.
1: Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. What's going on, everyone? I'm Heath, and, I'm and you're listening to Host of HARS show where we discuss and review horror films based off of predetermined themes of the month. Jay!
0: So, we're gonna look at my namesake today, guys. We're in a new month. Well, yeah, we're in a new month. Yeah. So therefore we're in a new theme. Woo. This theme is actually gonna involve that was a lot of spit that just came out.
1: Gross.
0: <laughs> I mean, not as gross as these uh, this film. Um <laughs> so this month is going to be summer camp. You know the classic summer camp feeling. You know you yeah, go you go on to like like you're like between like nine and 15 you get to go out to like camp and like you know sip on that bug juice play in a river you know you know uh, have fun with your friends you know maybe have a little camp romance you know all of that good stuff
1: do you ever go to a camp
0: i did actually like really one time
1: i never went to a summer camp
0: i, I i've always wanted to but i think it's also because like the romance like it was always romanticized yeah I guess. So where was like, oh, yeah, go to the summer camp. It's fun. You get, like, all this show romance and all of that. Well, you get to, like, you know, have fun with, like, you know, like-minded friends and people get to play all these, like, cool activities and stuff. So I was like, yeah, cool. I want to go.
1: Yeah, it was a big thing in the 90s. Like, us 90 kids, it was summer camp. Like, you, you saw TV shows and movies all about summer camp and how much fun you mm-hmm. would have and growing up doing all the summer camp. I never went to a summer camp. What I did was there was one week where we went to – taekwondo camp um it doesn't count that that's not that is not a summer camp
0: see the only time i went to a real summer camp was like when i was like uh in like i think third or fourth grade everything else is me going to like church camp and shit
1: yeah
0: right yeah you need
1: to make a horror movie about church camp
0: uh, honestly, I don't think we need a horror film because all of the documentaries <laughs> already talk about the horror film. They're already there and now. it's called Real Life. Yo, yeah, so we don't need to talk about this. So, but what we are going to talk about today is my namesake, Jay. Sort of. Sort of. Kind of.
1: So, <laughs> last episode, uh, you were actually really excited about this movie because you wanted to see the origin of uh, Jason Voorhees. Voorhees.
0: And, Did you get um, what you were expecting? No. <laughs> I got something else. But, like, <laughs> you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It works. So let's talk about it.
1: Yeah, so we are talking about the Sean S. Cunningham-directed 1980 film, Friday the 13th. Friday my, the 13th. And my beautiful little still book.
0: Kill her, Mommy. Kill her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, speaking of, you have this pop, awesome a pop signed. Tell us your story about it.
1: Uh, So, it is a pop signed by Kane Harder, who who plays Jason in uh, some of the later films.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice.
1: yeah but today we're
0: talking about the original.
1: The original that has nothing to do with Jason Voorhees. Well, it
0: has something to do with Jason Voorhees. Barely. But, but, but. This. Okay, so basically friday the 13th has nothing to do with friday the 13th at all it's just kind of like it's, it's on it's
1: on friday the 13th
0: oh that's it Did yeah you, <laughs> it's just oh god no see and the thing is that's, is they mentioned that's fucked up they
1: mentioned that it's on friday the 13th and a full moon is out in this film the other films they don't give a shit they don't it's just it's just an ip at that point it,
0: it's weird that most like horror films now you can literally do a whole series of movies and then All of a sudden, it's like, oh, just gonna ignore all of everything else and just go with it. Like, it's so wild how that happens and how common it is in horror films.
1: No, in this... So, this franchise alone has one of the weirdest histories ever. So, spoiler alert, the first movie, there is no Jason until the very end, and that was a last-minute fucking decision for one final (laughs) jump scare. Um, It's all about his mother, who is the killer, which... There's some continuity issues and uh, some plot holes of revol- revolving the fact that Mrs. Voorhees is the killer and not a uh, grown-ass man like Jason would have been. So anyway, but then you have the second, the third film, and the fourth. Second, third, and fourth film where it's Jason, but he's a normal dude. He's kind of like this hermit, hillbilly, lives out in the woods kind of guy. There's Ooh. nothing supernatural about him. Then you have, um, I want to say it's the fifth film. It's either the fifth or the sixth film. Uh, one of those. But Jason isn't even Jason Voorhees. It's another guy who's taking over the Jason Voorhees mask. Like, he's, he's got the hockey mask and everything. But it's not Jason Voorhees. It's some pissed-off dad.
0: Pissed-off father? Yeah,
1: it's some pissed-off dad. So, like, it's a weird story. So, there's these kids, and they're in this, like, little home for, like, um, the damaged children, what have you, whatever. Um, and there's this one kid that provokes this other kid, and this other kid had enough of it and kills him with an axe. This ambulance driver comes, picks up the kid, looks at his face, and goes, <gasps> And that's the last you see of him. Next thing you know, fucking Jason comes out of nowhere and starts killing people. End of the movie, it's not fucking Jason. It was the ambulance driver who went, (gasps) and it was actually the father of the kid that died.
0: What?
1: Yeah, weird.
0: Um, And I thought this movie's weird.
1: And then I want to say it's the seventh film. It's whatever, it's Jason Lives. Uh, Whichever fucking one is that, where they actually bring Jason back to life via Frankenstein magic. Like... One of the characters um, stabs Jason with like this metal rod to kill him once and for all. Lightning strikes and boom—that's where we get zombie unkillable Jason, <laughs> who goes to space I, and and turns into a, a weird little worm possession worm and fights Freddy.
0: What in the jump the shark?
1: There's so many. No, there's so many jump the shark moments in this film. He even fights fucking Carrie. What? Yeah, it's called The New Blood, and it's actually one of my favorites. Um, it's knockoff Carrie. It's like great value Carrie. Um Because it's not Carrie, but she has the powers of Carrie. So it's essentially Carrie versus Jason. See... And it's so entertainingly amazing.
0: See, I'm gonna bigger fan of freddy versus jason <laughs> so that is my first exposure to the Friday at the 13th series is through a freddy versus jason and my god what a ra- wild ride that is
1: uh, I, like, I like freddy versus jason now I, it was funny I, for for an early 2000s horror film it's it's fun
0: it is it's fun and but this one this first film seeing how it all started I don't understand how but you know what it was still kind of a fun ride and I am gonna lie so now I' gonna lie I' can't even remember half the characters names but like
1: I don't I even think like, I don't think they like mentioned their name I, I remember hearing a jack at one point it was
0: like a jack a bill a Brenda a Steve
1: uh, Alice Alice is our final girl
0: Alice and that's all I really remember yeah it's like oh Ralph can't forget about ralph crazy ralph Ralph hiding in
1: pantries and whatnot
0: oh my god (laughs) so basically is this you know this is a slasher is almost a stereotypical it's it's one of those uh iconic slashers where you know everybody gets picked off one by one Mm -hmm. and i think the thing that kind of i'm gonna say pissed me off but it made me like bruh, is that the way that the film acted is that one person is going to be like the main antagonist not antagonist the main protagonist of the film
1: oh you mean the cook the cook
0: yeah. and then all of a sudden she's gone and you're just like oh yeah because you start the film this. off
1: with her walking around town trying to hitchhike to uh, crystal lake so uh, the first character you're even introduced to after you get the introduction kill uh, is this care? I don't even remember her name. It was the the chef.
0: All I know is she was supposed to be the cook, and people warned her multiple times not to go <laughs> because of the stories, including Ralph, and you know the stories involved, like the including the in- intro kill, which was, oh yeah, this um these uh camp counselors are having a little bonfire, I think. Or they're or they're inside or no they're inside. They're yeah, they were they were like, they're, they're like playing, music, playing music, doing kumbaya shit. Yeah, and then you know these couple goes off to try to make out and fucking shit. Yeah, and you know somebody comes and kills them, and all of that stuff. So yeah, like, yeah, sexy stuff.
1: Sex equals murder, which is you know
0: something that we've noticed that as a a common theme, <laughs> all throughout a lot of the movies we watch, and considering this is the eighties. You, this doesn't surprise me whatsoever. This is like in nineteen eighty, so like they filmed this in like the late seventies. Uh,
1: seventy nine. They started filming it right after Halloween. So how oh, this so film really close? How this film was made? So Halloween came out in nineteen seventy eight. Uh, Sean S. Cunningham was like amazed that this film made so much money off of the little premise that it had, and was like, you know what, I can do that. And know it'd be an amazing movie. Friday the Thirteenth. Everyone, producers, friends, writers all looked at it and was like, Oh, that's that's a really good title. Uh what's the story? Well, I don't uh, have one.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know what's the story. We're gonna figure it out and uh, throughout production. And He's
1: like oh no, his first thing was um so he put he backed a lot of money to make the Friday the thirteenth title, the what we see in the beginning of the film. Like the title card? Yeah, he put that in magazines and newspapers. And that's how he made money to make the film. He didn't even have a fucking script. He just had that title. You mean...
0: You mean to tell me that this title card... This title card... Hmm? This title card... is just, didn't even exist. It didn't even exist. It was just like... This like... This Friday the 13th title card was just like... Looks like standard 1980s fare. And... <laughs> it looked 80s AM. Like you yeah. want to be real oh and that's how he was able to get it based off the title alone mm-hmm. he must have been charismatic af like and he had to like do a lot of favors in order to get this film financed
1: another fun fact is he was friends and i want to say either he was roommates or he lived in the same building as uh west craven
0: what the hell are we doing
1: nothing with <laughs> our lives <laughs>
0: what are we doing
1: we are talking about movies um
0: we need to make them apparently
1: apparently evidently it was easier in the in the 70s i know a lot of talented people that try to make movies and it never happens anyway (laughs) this motherfucker made a movie without a script and you can tell watching this film there is so many sequences of nothing absolutely nothing there's pranks there's uh it literally looks like okay so debauchery yeah so it's like okay we just killed this person um what do we do now i don't know let's do a prank involving water okay that's that sounds good uh let's kill this person okay now what do we do um strip monopoly yeah that sounds good that sounds good okay we're gonna kill this person now what do we do I don't know. Um, uh, snakes only... are scary. Let's 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 have a snake.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Uh, I guess we have a final girl now. Oh, she's the last one. <laughs> I guess we gotta show everybody else now.
1: Oh, uh, and the funny thing is. So okay, so props to the uh, special effects makeup because that is really what makes this movie. Ooh. It is so good. It's so good. Ooh. We will Ooh. get to that.
0: That's what the budget went to.
1: Yes, um, Tom Savini was actually doing it. Um, you know who Tom Savini is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His friend was actually the killer before the reveal. So anytime you see hands, or you know, some like in the earlier kills, when you see like a hand grab Mister Kevin Bacon's face and then stab him, that's actually a grown man's hands.
0: Kevin Bacon's hands Kem- got murked Yeah, and I'm I i, like, I can not
1: remember his name, but it, it's the guy that helped Tom Savini in this film. Wow. So literally, he's the killer until uh, the reveal happens. Until the reveal happens, <laughs> <laughs> which makes so much more sense that a grown ass. So
0: <sighs> there's some. This film is like is. It feels like very much so sequence of unfortunate events that just happened. But it's it all around as rumor, well, confirmation that people have killed and have you know people died. In this camp and then you have this one dude that's trying his best to open it back up. And um yeah. Bad idea dog. Bad, Bad idea. idea.
1: Miss Miss uh Mrs. Voorhees has uh words for you.
0: Has a bone <laughs> to pick. But and a lot more than just the uh, bones, I see.
1: Yeah, and her motivation is I wouldn't say weird, I get it, you know, her son drowned because camp counselors were not paying attention. Um, and she goes a little cuckoo for cuckoo, Cocoa Puffs, just a little bit, just, just a tiny bit, and, you know, speaking to herself as uh, little Jason's uh, voice. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, she, so she's basically, she's making sure that this one camp never opens again. So children won't die at the hands of lackluster uh, supervision. But there's other camps
0: around then- America
1: <laughs> You're you're solely focusing on this one camp, and you're killing people to prevent killings.
0: You know, the logic, as, you know, Swiss cheese as it is, (laughs) I can see it. I mean, it's it's sort of there. It is there. But you're right. There are other clamps. And honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that they're, you know, dying, and that's a lot of power that Mrs. Voorhees May or may
1: not have. No, she was buff until she had to actually fight. (laughs) No, because she was. No, what? (laughs) That's the one thing that aggravates me. Is like you're expecting me, this itty bitty woman, this uh, what's her name, Betsy Palmer, Betsy Palmer. You expect me to see a 50 to 60 year old tiny woman to lift a grown ass man and nail him to a door, throw a dead weight, like a dead body through a window. Yet Alice with a, a a pan is able to push her down and run away.
0: Oh no, but dog, that was a cast iron pan.
1: Okay, like, you know, all
0: right. Cast irons, uh, they they can pack and punch. No even
1: before even is. before that, she was pushing her down with ease.
0: You're true, but I think I just feel like at that point it's like, oh crap, we gotta have to actually have to fight. Which there's a funny <laughs> <actually gotta> fight. <laughs> there's a funny story
1: behind that. So they, oh my god. The first time they filmed it, um, they didn't have any choreography. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing, and it, evidently it looked like shit. So Tom Savini and his friend, who were, I want to say, like, LARPers, you know, what whatever LARPing was back oh in the day before God. it had a term, um, they actually knew how to sword fight. So they choreographed the fight to make it look a little bit more pleasing.
0: You know what? This I applaud this film for being, like, guerrilla filmmaking in its finest yeah because no because they were like let's they were it, it's almost like is they let's make a movie except let's make it good like, <laughs> They was like oh we can make a movie right doing it but it feels like they knew what they were doing but didn't know what they were doing at the same time no they had, it, 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 they didn't know what they were doing it's not like these newer films that were like oh we literally don't know what we're doing and we don't know how to fix it either. Like, they, they at least knew how to fake it.
1: Actually, my whole thing is there's movies nowadays where obviously they have good technique. They just made a shit movie. Where this is like, they had no idea what the fuck they were doing. There just so happened to be some talented people that they picked up along the ride. Yeah, like... Because <laughs> Tom, Savini, Tom Savini and Betsy Palmer make this movie.
0: That's yeah, no. They literally make this movie. Hundred percent. Just and like uh, the old almost... girl made Blood Rage with the Louis, uh, the mother.
1: Oh, I don't. I don't remember her name. But yeah, but yeah.
0: No, she made the movie. Yeah. I, I hate that I keep on. I love keep blood on rage. referencing blood rage because my god
1: blood rage is gonna end up right now i have it like in the middle of my list as far as like movies we watch watched this year well it will go to the top it, it, it's gonna it be might, number one it might
0: end up <laughs> <laughs> like we keep on bringing it up because my god
1: but uh betsy palmer almost didn't make this film
0: well like what was the reason
1: she thought it was absolute garbage she read the script thought it was shit there was a script there was a <gasps> script they I did hire improv everything they did have, well they improved quite a bit but there was a formula there was a script um, was a that someone list. wrote <laughs> and uh shot list. betsy palmer thought it was absolute fucking garbage the only reason she agreed to do this film her vehicle broke down shortly before shooting started and uh she, mama needed a new car
0: you know what that is honestly fair because i'll do the exact same thing <laughs> Like, oh, I guess I am part of the movie now. And it, I guess it just happened to be near. Like, te- she just happened to be near a set and just like, oh.
1: No, they wanted they wanted her. So Betsy Palmer had never done a role like this where she was the villain. Oh. So to make the plot twist of, because um, when you watch the film and film sub- subsequent films before this, it was always, you know, a man that was mm-hmm. the killer. You know, either a burly man or that sleazy man. It was, but it was always a man. And if it ever was the female that was the killer, it was the uh, conniving, you know, scheming kind of kills, yeah. not really the brutal kills that we see in this film. Yeah. So to have a person and an actress of her caliber, Betsy Palmer, to come in as the killer, fucking twist. And it's a good twist. It actually is really good until you start puck- poking holes and shit. Um.
0: I mean, there, the holes are already there, but. The ta- the, it's the talent for me. Yeah, it's no, she for me that
1: made it. fucking when she starts talking in the Jason voice and then answering, that right there, her whole little spill. Whenever when she comes on screen, even though she so swears she hates this film to this day, hated this film, she fucking killed it. I
0: agree. She knew
1: the assignment and uh, she, she she did that shit. She understood the
0: assignment and she maybe ma- she, she Matthew
1: Lillard that shit.
0: She passed with flying <laughs> My god No she passed with flying colors because I feel like none of The other actors I feel like Were either like in their early 20s Or like actual teenagers and they were just kind of there Like Like the little story that they had Which that's the reason I feel like we haven't talked About the story because it's barely there
1: Story <laughs> it, we're it, trying to open A camp barely there and uh Someone doesn't want that to happen yeah, There's your story
0: that's it. And it's just that it's just like everything else, makes it for makes it for me. Everything else, mm-hmm. the story, the script, poo poo trash, tomato tomato. But well, everything else, like like the talent, the talent, the acting, the cinematography, like everything else, the special effects. That's what makes this movie, and I think that's why it's so iconic as a slasher.
1: I do like that they incorporated. Um... The whole, the camera being the killer. Mm, Like, the camera being the eyes of the killer. I do like that. I know why they did that. Because they needed to add suspense. They needed to... Budget. Budget. They needed to add something to the film. Um,
0: (laughs) And you know what's also funny? It's just, like, after that intro kill, like, everything just, like, zoomed in on... (laughs) On this lady's face. And then, bam. I was like, this is... This is budget. You can tell with the way the kills were done. A lot of the kills were done. Like, especially with Steve. Steve's kill was just like, (gasps) and then you just knew.
1: A lot of, yeah, a A lot lot of the kills were you focus on the person and then it like does a cutaway and then it cuts back to them, but the camera is now further away from where it was to begin with. And Mm -hmm. then you see the kill. You see the gore. (laughs)
0: Either that or it gets revealed later. Yeah. But you just, you just know because you don't see him. Like, uh, one of the kids, like, after, like, I think two of them went out to, like, have sex and whatnot or try to fuck, uh, there's one of them that went to the same one and just kind of was all like, oh, yeah, you're there. And you don't see him for the rest of the time. And yeah, well, gets he's,
1: revealed later. He sees someone in the cabin mm-hmm. and he goes to check it out. And that's it. Done. That's it. He's gone for the rest of the film until you see his dead body.
0: And while, yeah, it revealed revealed while, you know, uh old girl and um kevin bacon are out here doing hanky panky the camera goes up and then bam dead body
1: which i don't know how they didn't smell that
0: i honestly i don't know it doesn't horny pheromones i don't don't know
1: yeah but i mean once a dead body's dead it starts releasing all the stuff that's inside your bowels and uh they would have smelled they would
0: have smelled a dead body
1: but anyway, it, it made for a really good uh, scare, jump scare, because you're expecting the kill to come from up top. or You're, you're not expecting an under-the-bed kill. No. Whatsoever. Don't. And when fucking Kevin Bacon lights up a joint, you know, having his good little time, he's like, fuck yeah, after-sex joint. And a uh, little bit of blood drops on his head, and he's like, the fuck? And boom, hand comes out of nowhere, grabs his head, got that arrow go through the throat. Ooh. Dude, the gore effects in this film are gorgeous. Loved it. Fucking loved it. Oh, that was so good. And you know what's funny? The only, like,
0: jump scare I had that actually got me for a second was Steve's. And that was just, just I just wouldn't, like, I don't know why. I just wasn't expecting it. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. Just like, oh! And I was like, oh.
1: Which one's Steve's? The, uh, he was
0: the older dude.
1: Yeah, but with, like, uh, was like the, the, what was, was the scare?
0: It was literally just like, like the split second of his reaction going like ah, and the music is going ah, mm. and that's the, music, the only part that actually got me. But it was also also just like for a split second.
1: The music also makes this film because it does the little ch ch ch, <sighs> just that alone. You you hear that, and it's the first thing you hear too. Uh, the the film opens up with you know, in camp, and there's this camera walking around as kids mm-hmm. are sleeping in the camp, and that's the first note of music you hear. Is the ch- 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 ah, ah, ah. and that just makes those moments like uh, you have a stagnant camera just moving around, mm-hmm. boring. You add something as iconic as that piece of music, it just elevates it to oh, unnervingness.
0: Yeah. It makes it to where you are actually standing on the edge of your seat. And you know what though, I want to talk about the final fight for a little bit because Miss Girl, what was her name, Alice? Alice. She she did one as human as a to all of this is the one thing i wish it would have done different was that like i just kind of wish that like she then put i know she was what she was trying to do with like putting everything behind the door but that wasn't really the best way to go about it i get it you're in a panic but, like, you ha- you did the rope. The rope was, was a good idea, girl. And it was a good idea. But, but then the- you put everything else there. Oh, my All God. The only thing it would have done is trip, did it for a trip. And I'm like, okay, maybe trip's done for a little bit. I get it, but. Or just step over it. I mean, depending on how tall the motherfucker is, yeah. That, and
1: obviously, it. so she sees a vehicle, and that's obviously the only door. So you're not just buried. So the door opens from the outside. Not the inside. That's why she did the little rope thing. Makes sense. But when you barricade a door, your only means of escape, you're not helping yourself. No. Whatsoever. The rope? Yeah, sure. That's perfectly fine. But barricading everything behind a door for no fucking reason made no sense. <laughs> made no sense. Because she literally had to move all that shit just to leave, just to go outside.
0: Oh, yeah. Um. But however, the same, like, fight did end up with my favorite kill with the uh beheading that was a great time
1: yeah that was a great time no no it's crazy about that what so the same dude um that played basically was mrs voorhees without Mm -hmm. the face um he was the guy so basically like he had his head under the shirt and he had a severed head right there Uh uh-huh but someone had to swing a machete at that dude
0: and he did, couldn't see anything.
1: He couldn't see anything. He just had to, don't kill me.
0: <sighs> there was a lot of trust put in this film, in this the crew of this film. There was a lot of trust. A lot of trust that I feel like, I don't know, couldn't have been done any other way. Mm-mm. But at the same time, I'm just like, I thought that was a great kill.
1: No, it was it's a great kill. It's an amazing kill, but yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't have someone swing a machete at me. No. No. No.
0: No, not at all. Not at all.
1: Um, that was another good reveal? Bill. Oh. I think you have another one. But I liked I do, Bill's reveal. I do. Mainly because of the backstory behind the Bill reveal. Okay. Uh, so Alice is you know running away yada 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 or no she's looking for Bill that's what it is looking for Bill um shuts the door and Bill's posted up on the door with like arrows through his body and one specifically through his eye um which the fake blood blinded him in that eye for about six months
0: wait a minute oh that eye okay that part i honestly thought that was just a dead body like a fake body i don't know they literally posted him up there that
1: was him oh wow. that was the actor and uh they put fake blood around there and it got in his eye and he was uh blind in that eye for about six months
0: i would sue right i would sue but i guess it's all in the name of film also
1: back in the day i don't think he probably would have lost
0: would be like, it's it's oh, not it's not like it. the
1: it's not like these days where you know small people could end up winning you you got a big production studio with big boy lawyers and then you're just a nobody actor
0: i mean i guess
1: my guess yeah he would have lost he should have sued though he should have at least tried
0: yeah i do <laughs> i think my favorite um i think part it wasn't really a kill well the reveal was at the very end after Alice, she gets on the boat and then basically sleeps in the boat. And you see all the policemen be like, "Hey, hey!" Trying to get
1: her attention. Hey, dumb bitch! Look at us. Oh,
0: she wakes. <laughs> God damn it! She wakes up all cool and all that. And then all of a sudden, you see like whoosh in the water. And granted, this is like all like juxtaposed against like this beautiful music that's like reminiscent of spring, like, you know, morning time, but you just glisten, and then all of a sudden you see her, and her, everything just kind of, like,
1: <sighs> yeah, he gets
0: thrown into the water,
1: by Jason,
0: by Jason,
1: little, little this dead boy in the water, ass,
0: ugly ass, dead ass boy, <laughs> as fuck, and then, it goes down, 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 and then, jump cut to a screaming Alice in the hospital, and then, Everybody's all like, What you like? What do you mean? There's a boy in there. Yeah, like, she's we like,
1: You out. No, the boy's there. No, the boy's still there. Jason, he's still
0: there. And then you look at the camera. Well, I don't think she, she spiked the camera. She looked at the camera, and then all you see is just water. And the last thing you see
1: is, toot, toot, Yep. Toot, which toot, I don't like that. Toot. Like, it, I, I don't like the hospital ending. I do like the Jason ending. Which, they kind of just threw that in for one final jump scare. Oh, that,
0: I feel like they could have kept it at that.
1: Yeah, like, honestly, imagine how more terrifying that would have been. Where it's not this fake dream. I get it, they're like, Jason's still there trying to set up for sequels, things like that. I but, smell a franchise. Yeah, which it did turn into a franchise. Mm-hmm. But, just imagine, like, you're watching the film, it's this all good, happy ending movie. You're like, okay, yeah, this is good. Boom, Jason drags that bitch underwater, done. And he's like, oh. End of film.
0: Man. I hate. I do hate, but love films like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know why, but it get, it gets me.
1: I love it. It gets me. I love it. It would. It would have, because it's already an iconic ending to a horror film. Like, mm-hmm. like this is. I mean, you see it in videos. You see. It's just. It's iconic. You know. It's. It's one of those things you think of when you think of Friday the Thirteenth is that kill alone, um, mainly because a lot of people associate Friday the Thirteenth with Jason, obviously, and a lot of people get the fact that i mean even you thought this film was going to have jason not mm-hmm. pamela um
0: but you know what though it's kind of giving the same energy it's how halloween was supposed to be like more of anthology but they're like oh michael myers mm-hmm. is really big so they just kind of went with that i feel like they kind of didn't really know what to do after so they were just like oh we have to make a make a face to the name
1: well the best case in point is a film we've already done is the sequel to nightmare on elm street Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: was supposed to be a one-off wes craven wanted the one-off yet producers made it to where he had that final freddy had that final kill and freddy is still alive and we can make sequels and then like a year later they made a sequel that is unlike any other nightmare on elm street movie ever Because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They didn't know what. They didn't know how to continue. They just knew, hey, we can make money off this.
0: It feels like they're looking at money instead of like establishing like rules per se. Like there are rules that they could have done, that they could have said to make sure that everything is more cohesive. But this is also back when like cohesiveness was, was, you know, a luxury. (laughs) Having a cohesive story. Oh, that's for the birds. Let's give spectacle. Let's give Blockbuster. Let's give, you know, jump scares and shit. So I don't think they really gave a shit about that. They were just focused on money. And what? I mean, uh, this
1: whole movie was made because, hey, Friday the 13th, that would make money.
0: And it's like, (laughs) it's weird because like, and aside from like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, which is like, you can attach that to like, oh, New Line Cinema. That's their baby. I don't really know if there's anything you can attach to Friday the 13th. It just is. Yeah. Like, as a franchise, it just exists. There's not really much of a tie to a studio.
1: Well, Halloween's the same way. It's not really tied to a studio that you think of off the top of your head. Mm-mm. The only reason, really, the only reason Friday uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is so attached to new, new Line Cinema is because if it wasn't for that film, we wouldn't have New Line Cinema. Like, it wouldn't exist. Mm. so that I, I feel like that's the main reason well, you think it ex- kind way. of
0: existed i guess but no. it wasn't really the way that it is now
1: the dude was literally selling vhs tapes in his trunk talk about a hustler like the, he was not he wasn't it wasn't a studio whatsoever he had to beg he had a to bite tooth like fight tooth and nail just to have Night on elm street made
0: fair that is indeed fair so
1: that's i feel like that's the main reason you associate freddie with that new line it's
0: kind of like how freddie is like so attached to new line the way that a lot of the universal monsters are you know attached to universal so i get that with like stuff like you know uh michael myers and you know jason Voorhees, there's not really much of a studio you can attach it to like this one was. And I guess you can say the same... That was, like, kind of the same vibe for a lot of the 70s and 80s uh, slashers anyway. That they were just kind of, like... pat A lot of them, I feel like, were just passion projects that were either made for the purpose of, like, oh, we can make money off of this. Or it's like, oh, I just really want to do, a you know, a, a fucking horror movie. Yeah. And slashers just happened to be, the honestly, the cheapest way.
1: Horror, in general, is the cheapest movie to make.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That's wild to me. But... Yeah, so well, it's um, it's
1: easier to scare people with nothing.
0: Yeah, like we, honestly,
1: you could point a camera at a dark room where you can't see shit, and people's imaginations will scare them. You you don't have to do much to make a good horror movie,
0: which is wow. I guess with all of these like you know different horror movies that are made for like less than a hundred thousand dollars or so, and then they turn out to be making like multi million dollar films and stuff. You just like oh yeah this is wild it's just wild to me yeah so um shit. final, final
1: thoughts because thoughts, uh, i mean yeah. it, there's
0: there's not really much else to talk about beautiful kills beautiful kills <laughs> beautiful kills
1: story <laughs> meh be um, honest like i i kind of i like every other film after this one the, this one is just okay
0: it's a start it's giving hellraiser in a way to where it's like yeah i don't really remember much but like <laughs> What I do remember is, like, it's good, but it's, like, I don't remember much other than that, you know? Yeah, no. And it just kind of goes a different way. Mm-hmm. But at least, at least, hell was it Hellraiser? Oh, it didn't end up, like, in some kind of what-the-fuck thing. This one at least had a, even though I didn't care much about the ending, is sensible enough to where it's, like, okay, you can swoop in and make something new out of it. Instead of just, like, going so high up, you're just like, I don't know what the fuck else to do.
1: Yeah, so, it, it, basically, they just, like, set up for a sequel where Hellraiser was just... I don't, I don't know what the fuck Hellraiser did. Me neither. A, homeless Jesus turns into dragon.
0: Yeah, no, it was weird. Very weird. Very weird. But, um, what I'll give it as a rating? About a... Mm, two and a half, three.
1: Two and a half, three? I'm going with three. Even three. Even um,
0: three, yeah. is mid. As I say, is mid. It's iconic. It established a long-running franchise. Probably my namesake, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just kind of like you know.
1: Oh, the kills are so good. That's that's the main thing. Is the kills are so good.
0: And we get a young Kevin Bacon.
1: Kevin Bacon. <laughs> you see his butt in this one too.
0: You see, yeah, you get to see Kevin Bacon butt
1: getting grabbed. He so, got ass grabbed.
0: So I was like, yeah that's cool
1: yeah if you thought seeing his penis in a hollow man was good wait till you see ass grab <laughs> oh you didn't see hollow man with us
0: oh god i didn't know there was a whole penis in there yeah was, you get to look-
1: see you get to see kevin bacon's bacon's
0: wow not his bacon bits
1: yeah <laughs> 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 kevin bacon's bits okay i had
0: to say it I to say all it. right all right. Um, so
1: yeah, average three. Average three. Yeah. Average three. Good. So, good film. Good film. What's
0: the next film we're watching?
1: Next film is, I guess you would say, slightly controversial, especially nowadays. But I still kind of like it. Uh, we are going to be talking about 1983 Sleepaway Camp.
0: All right. So, my funny story. My sister was watching this a while ago, and then I was like, Oh wait, I'm watching this for the podcast. So I'm staying away. From it until we watch it So I'm going in relatively blind I know like a few spots But I don't really know much about what's going on So I'm like I'm excited to see what's going to
1: be I I I haven't really heard
0: much about Sleepaway Camp
1: I watched this years ago uh, When I was still living with my folks So it's been quite a while Um, I remember all the kills I remember the iconic ending But like the little mid pieces Like I I don't remember much about the story
0: Mm, Okay Um, but that's
1: fair yeah and i got a cool little i got a cool little box set so we're gonna check it out Ooh. yeah all right so join us next week as we will be watching sleep away camp. camp uh make sure you if you like the video hit that like button hit the subscribe bell and notifications all that good shit
0: and you know always follow us on social media yeah so we also have a facebook twitter instagram all of the works Still working on TikTok, but we also have Letterboxd, Woo! which is so underrated, y'all. We yeah, need, everybody sh- just needs Letterboxd to get a, is the way to go. Everybody needs to get a Letterboxd. and are also on audio platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Google, and wherever your podcasts are, you know, shown at. Wherever you listen to your podcasts yeah. at.
1: So, but until next time, I've been Heath and I've been Jay, and you've been listening to Host, Host of Horrors. Bye.